Welcome to Gospel Truth with Andrew Womack, a teaching ministry that focuses on God's unconditional love and grace. God was calling us here and we were like, we're coming. We're gonna be obedient to God's call. For us, this was our place called there. The provision for the healing was in this place. And I know our provision for our ministry or what God wants us to do, our purpose is here too. And now, here's Andrew. Welcome to our Thursday's broadcast of The Gospel Truth. Today, I'm drawing to a close of a teaching that I've been doing for two weeks, and I actually have six weeks or six teachings in this series, so I could have gone a lot further, but I've just condensed it into two weeks. Tomorrow's going to be my last day to teach on this, but I've been talking about discipleship. And there is a difference between being a convert where you just get your sins forgiven and then you're treading water until it's time for you to go to heaven, but you are living a defeated life. You, there, you know, if you were arrested for being a Christian, there wouldn't be enough evidence to convict you. It's in principle only. And I'm not saying that you aren't saved and that you could go to heaven like that, but that is not what the Lord intended. HE WANTS YOU TO EXPERIENCE HIS ABUNDANCE HERE IN THIS LIFE. HEAVEN'S GOING TO BE A BLAST, BUT IT CAN BE A BLAST RIGHT HERE ON YOUR WAY TO HEAVEN. I'VE SAID THIS A NUMBER OF TIMES ON THE PROGRAM DURING THE LAST TWO WEEKS, BUT IT'S NOT ONLY PIE IN THE SKY BY AND BY, IT'S STEAK ON THE PLATE WHILE YOU WAIT. AND YOU CAN LIVE AN ABUNDANT LIFE. JESUS SAID THAT HE CAME TO GIVE US LIFE AND TO GIVE IT TO US MORE ABUNDANTLY. AND IT DOESN'T JUST START IN HEAVEN. YOU CAN EXPERIENCE ETERNAL LIFE RIGHT NOW. AND I TELL YOU, THIS IS WHAT I'VE BEEN TALKING ABOUT. AND I'VE SHOWN YOU SO MANY SCRIPTURES WHERE JESUS IN JOHN CHAPTER 8 WAS TALKING TO PEOPLE WHO BELIEVED ON HIM. THESE WERE CONVERTS. AND YET HE SAID, IF YOU CONTINUE IN MY WORD, THEN ARE YOU MY DISCIPLES INDEED, AND YOU SHALL KNOW THE TRUTH, AND THE TRUTH SHALL MAKE YOU FREE. HE SAID THIS TO PEOPLE WHO BELIEVED ON HIM, AND YET THEY WEREN'T DISCIPLES. HE SAYS, YOU DON'T BECOME A DISCIPLE UNTIL YOU CONTINUE IN THE WORD AND BECOME FREE. AND WE HAVE MILLIONS OF PEOPLE TODAY WHO HAVE BEEN EXPOSED TO THE TRUTH THAT JESUS DIED FOR THEIR SINS, AND THEY HAVE PRAYED AND BELIEVED GOD FOR SALVATION. I THINK SOME OF THEM ARE JUST CHRISTIANS IN NAME ONLY. THEY DON'T POSSESS TRUE SALVATION. BUT NO DOUBT, THERE ARE MANY, MANY PEOPLE WHO HAVE PRAYED AND THEY ARE BORN AGAIN, AND IF THEY WERE TO DIE, THEY'D GO DIRECTLY INTO HEAVEN, BUT THEY ARE NOT A DISCIPLE BY ANY STRETCH OF THE IMAGINATION. THEY ARE DOING THEIR OWN THING. WE'VE GOT PEOPLE IN THIS COUNTRY. YOU KNOW, WE'VE GOT ABOUT, I THINK IT'S 68% OF THE AMERICAN POPULATION CLAIMS TO BE CHRISTIAN. NOW, OUT OF THAT, YOU COULD CERTAINLY SUBTRACT A LARGE NUMBER OF PEOPLE. MATTER OF FACT, GEORGE BARNA HAS A NUMBER OF QUESTIONS THAT HE'S ASKED TO DETERMINE IF A PERSON HAS TRULY HAD AN EXPERIENCE WHERE THEIR HEART HAS BEEN CHANGED. AND I THINK BY HIS CALCULATIONS, THAT KNOCKS THE NUMBER DOWN TO SOMEWHERE AROUND 38%. BUT, EVEN IF THERE ARE 38% OF THE AMERICAN PUBLIC THAT ARE TRULY BORN AGAIN, I CAN GUARANTEE YOU THERE ARE NOT 38% OF THE AMERICAN PUBLIC that, is, THAT ARE DISCIPLES, BECAUSE A DISCIPLE IS A PERSON WHO CONTINUES IN THE WORD, AND THE WORD OF GOD IS MORE IMPORTANT TO THEM. THEY HATE THEIR OWN LIFE, THEIR OTHER RELATIONSHIPS. THEY'VE EXALTED THEIR RELATIONSHIP WITH GOD ABOVE ANYTHING ELSE. THEY ARE ACTING ON THE WORD OF GOD. AND IN AMERICA, IF 
of the population was to vote godly against abortion, against the LGBTQ indoctrination and things that they are doing. And if they were to stand on the Word of God, I guarantee it would transform this nation. So I know that there are not 38% of the American population that are disciples. They may be converts, but they aren't disciples. There's just a small number. Matter of fact, I one time heard, I didn't hear Billy Graham say this, but I heard someone quote Billy Graham, who Billy Graham was like the leading evangelist of our day. And Billy Graham said that he only thought about 15 to 20 percent of all of the people who came forward in his meetings and made professions were truly born again. And if you compare that, I have talked to pastors all over the world, but I have talked to hundreds and maybe thousands of pastors, and it is typical that 15 to 20 percent of the people in a church do the giving and do all of the work that it takes to make a church function. Is it possible that maybe there's a large percentage of people who are Christians in name only, but they aren't truly born again? Well, I believe it's possible at least that there are a large number of people who are only converts and they aren't disciples. So I've been talking about this from every angle possible. What I want to do today is to share something with you. This transformed my life. I've mentioned this briefly, but when I first got really turned on, I got born again when I was eight years old. But when I was 18, I had an encounter with God that just lit a fire on the inside of me. And I started telling every person who would listen, even many who didn't want to listen about the Lord. And I started witnessing and I was knocking on a hundred doors a day. And I mean, I was just out to reach as many people as possible but it was with kind of an evangelistic thing where I just wanted to get them saved, pray a prayer with me, and then boom, I was gone to the next person. My goal wasn't discipleship. And I was frustrated because I wasn't seeing fruit that remained. I would have people pray with me, I think sometimes just to get me off their back, but there was no change in their life. And it says in John chapter 15, verse 16, you have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordained you that you should go and bring forth fruit and that your fruit should remain. My fruit wasn't remaining. I would get people to pray with me, but I didn't see changes in their life. And so I was frustrated, but I was still had this fire burning. So I was talking to everybody. And in the process of doing this, I actually went over to the TCU campus this is the Texas Christian University campus. And I was over there witnessing. And while I was there, I ran across some people that were navigators. This is a Christian organization that's headquartered in Colorado Springs. It was started by Dawson Trotman. And it was a discipleship thing. And they taught you how to take scripture and to memorize it. And it wasn't only about getting people born again. Now that was an important part, but it was also about discipling people. And they shared some things with me that just transformed my life. And they gave many examples. But what it was basically was showing the difference, the potential of discipleship versus evangelism. Now, if you've been watching my programs and if you have heard what I've said, you might have a different take on this just because I've built up to this. But if I was to just meet somebody on the street corner and say, which, which is more important, making disciples or getting people born again? 
I can guarantee you most people would go for getting people born again. Let's have evangelism. And this is why the model has been, let's have crusades and we have multiple people come together. We have people come forward and we may see a thousand, 10,000, 20,000 people born again at one time, sign a card and then you're gone. And they always say something about, no, we have follow-up, but you know, I've been a part of the follow-up to some of these crusades where people get born again. And I have been on the team that follows up. And I can guarantee you the vast majority of people, their follow-up was just to go say, hey, we heard you made a commitment. And if you would like to come to church, you're welcome to come. And you kind of just befriend them and give them an invitation. That is not making disciples. That is not what it's about. God told us to go make disciples, not to have evangelistic crusades and make converts. And let me just share some of these examples with you. These people who were working with the navigators gave me this example. They said that if a man led a thousand people a year to the Lord, prayed with them, have them, uh, you know, receive salvation, if you led a thousand people to the Lord, at the end of, say, 20 years or whatever, then you'd have 20,000 Christians. And even though that would be good, and I'm not uh, saying that that's bad, did you know that in a typical 20 years, 20,000 Christians, that wouldn't change New York City. That wouldn't change Dallas, Texas. That wouldn't change Los Angeles. That wouldn't even change some of our smaller cities that have populations that are below a million people. It would be great, but it wouldn't transform anything. But if you took the same person and instead of leading a thousand people a year to the Lord, which would mean that you'd have to lead nearly three people per day. I don't know anybody who does that. There might be some people that lead three people in one day to the Lord. I did that just a couple of days ago, but that's not a daily occurrence. To lead a thousand people a year to the Lord would be phenomenal. I don't know anybody who does that on a personal basis. But if you took the same person and instead of leading a thousand people a year to the Lord, instead they just led one person to the Lord, got them born again, but then they discipled that person. They just shut themselves up with them and say for six months, they just poured everything they knew into this person and helped them to grow and not only become a convert, but become a disciple. You know, a disciple is a person who has not only been changed themselves, but they've grown to a maturity where they can reproduce and share this life with someone else. It would be similar to, you know, like a, a lamb or something. It's one thing to be a little lamb, but that lamb needs to grow and become a sheep so that it can reproduce and have other sheep. And sad to say, the vast majority of Christians have never led another person to the Lord. I can guarantee you, if you aren't leading people to the Lord, you are not a disciple. You aren't going and bringing forth fruit and having your fruit remain. And we have a large number of people that just give mental assent to Jesus as being our Savior, and they may try and live somewhat of a moral life, but they aren't a disciple and they aren't reproducing. SO IF YOU JUST HAD A PERSON THAT TOOK ONE PERSON AND IN SIX MONTHS he, HE LED THAT PERSON TO THE LORD AND THEN DISCIPLED THEM, AT THE END OF SIX MONTHS THERE WOULD ONLY BE TWO DISCIPLES VERSUS THIS PERSON WHO GOES OUT AND LEADS A THOUSAND PEOPLE A YEAR TO THE LORD, HE WOULD HAVE 500 CONVERTS IN THAT SAME PERIOD OF TIME. SEE, MOST PEOPLE WHO LOOK AT THAT AND THINK, MAN, EVANGELISM IS THE WAY TO GO. 
But at the end of that six months, then these two people go out and they find another person and they get them born again and then they disciple them. So at the end of one year, that means there's four disciples. At the end of 18 months, there would be eight disciples. At the end of two years, there would 16 disciples. If you continue to follow this on down, then at the end of five years, there would be 1,024 disciples versus you would have uh, 5,000 converts with the person that led 1,000 people a, a year to the Lord. AND SO, SEE, THAT LOOKS LIKE IT'S FIVE TIMES MORE EFFECTIVE. BUT AS YOU JUST KEEP GOING, IF YOU KEEP DOUBLING EVERY SIX MONTHS, THEN AT THE END OF 10 YEARS, YOU WOULD HAVE OVER A MILLION DISCIPLES. AT THE END OF 15 YEARS, YOU WOULD HAVE OVER ONE BILLION DISCIPLES. AND AT THE END OF 16 AND A HALF YEARS, YOU WOULD HAVE 8.589 BILLION DISCIPLES IN JUST 16 AND A HALF YEARS. THE MULTIPLYING EFFECT OF DISCIPLESHIP IS INFINITELY GREATER THAN EVANGELISM. AT THE END OF 16 AND A HALF YEARS, A PERSON WHO LEADS 1,000 PEOPLE A YEAR TO THE LORD WOULD HAVE 16,500 uh, PEOPLE THAT WOULD BE CONVERTS, BUT THE DISCIPLE WHO MAKES A DISCIPLE EVERY SIX MONTHS AND THEN REPRODUCES THEMSELF WOULD HAVE OVER EIGHT AND A HALF BILLION DISCIPLES, MORE THAN THE POPULATION OF THE WORLD. THIS IS WHY THE LORD TOLD US TO GO AND MAKE DISCIPLES AND TO NOT MAKE CONVERTS. I TELL YOU, THIS IS SO POWERFUL. AND I KNOW THAT THIS ASTOUNDS SOME PEOPLE, and, BUT I ENCOURAGE YOU TO CHECK IT OUT. YOU KNOW, this, THESE NOTES THAT I'VE HAD, I WROTE THESE NOTES YEARS AGO, AND I MEAN, I HAVE THESE TABLES ON HERE. YOU CAN ACTUALLY GO TO OUR WEBSITE AND YOU CAN DOWNLOAD THESE FREE OF CHARGE, OR YOU CAN DO THIS ON YOUR OWN. BUT I ENCOURAGE YOU TO CHECK IT OUT. IF WE WERE MAKING DISCIPLES INSTEAD OF CONVERTS, IF WE WERE BRINGING PEOPLE INTO MATURITY TO WHERE THEY WERE WALKING IN HEALTH AND PROSPERITY AND JOY AND PEACE AND THEIR MARRIAGES WERE SUCCESSFUL AND THEY WERE ABLE TO REPRODUCE THEIR FAITH AND LEAD OTHER PEOPLE TO THE LORD, DID YOU KNOW IT WOULD TRANSFORM the, NOT ONLY THE BODY OF CHRIST BUT THE WORLD. HERE IN THE UNITED STATES, IF WE HAD DISCIPLES THAT NOT ONLY WERE HAD PRAYED AND BELIEVED THAT THEY WERE FORGIVEN AND GOING TO HEAVEN, BUT IF THEY WERE ACTING IN THE WORD OF GOD, THE UNGODLINESS THAT WE SEE TO WHERE THEY NOW ARE PASSING BILLS THAT ARE NOTHING BUT INFANTICIDE. OF COURSE, ALL ABORTION IS INFANTICIDE, BUT THERE'S SOME PEOPLE THAT HAVE BEEN DECEIVED. IF YOU WERE IN THE WORD OF GOD, YOU WOULD KNOW THAT KILLING A CHILD IN its MOTHER'S WOMB IS WRONG, AND WE WOULDN'T HAVE EVER HAD ABORTION. WE WOULDN'T HAVE EVER HAD THE HOMOSEXUAL AGENDA BEING CRAMMED DOWN PEOPLE'S THROATS. NOW, I'M NOT SAYING THAT WE HATE HOMOSEXUALS OR THAT WE HATE ANYBODY WHO'S GOT AN ABORTION. NO, THERE IS FORGIVENESS FOR EVERYTHING, AND I LOVE THEM, BUT IT IS WRONG. HOMOSEXUALITY IS SIN. ABORTION IS SIN, AND IT'S A SIN THAT'S FORGIVABLE. YOU CAN RECEIVE FORGIVENESS, BUT IT'S WRONG. AND IF WE WERE STANDING UP AND SAYING WHAT THE WORD OF GOD SAID, AND IF PEOPLE IN AMERICA WHO ARE CLAIMING TO BE CHRISTIANS WERE DISCIPLES INSTEAD OF JUST CONVERTS, WE WOULDN'T HAVE HAD ANY OF THIS. WE WOULD HAVE OVER 60 MILLION NEW PEOPLE IN THIS NATION WHO WERE ABORTED. THEY'VE BEEN ABORTED SINCE THE 73 ROE VERSUS WADE DECISION. DID YOU KNOW I HEARD THAT DURING LAST YEAR, 2018, THAT THERE WERE MORE PEOPLE KILLED BY ABORTION IN THE WORLD THAN ALL OTHER CAUSES. 
MORE THAN WARS, MORE THAN DISEASE, MORE THAN FAMINE, MORE THAN ANYTHING ELSE. ABORTION WAS THE LEADING CAUSE OF DEATH IN 2018. AND SAD TO SAY, YOU KNOW, THE PREVIOUS PRESIDENT OF THE UNITED STATES, BARACK OBAMA, THAT WAS ONE OF THE VERY FIRST THINGS HE DID THAT HE CAME INTO OFFICE. HE STARTED RELEASING MONEY TO PROMOTE ABORTION OVERSEAS AND ACTUALLY TIED A LOT OF OUR AID TO NATIONS ON THE FACT THAT THEY HAD TO PROVIDE ABORTIONS. ONE OF THE FIRST THINGS PRESIDENT TRUMP DID WAS STOP THAT AND STOP GIVING MONEY TOWARDS THIS. AND THERE'S STILL PLENTY OF THINGS BEING DONE WRONG. I GUARANTEE WE SHOULD NOT BE SUPPORTING PLANNED PARENTHOOD AND STUFF. AND I KNOW SOME PEOPLE ARE, WELL, YOU'RE JUST AGAINST EVERYBODY. AND, and THE MANTRA THAT THEY HAVE TODAY IS you're, YOU'RE A HATE MONGER. YOU'RE A HOMOPHOBIC AND ALL THIS STUFF. NO, I LOVE PEOPLE. AND YOU KNOW WHAT? IT'S WRONG TO KILL PEOPLE. IT'S WRONG TO TELL PEOPLE THAT THEY CAN JUST CHOOSE TODAY WHETHER THEY WANT TO BE A MALE OR A FEMALE. THAT'S WRONG. AND I'M SAYING THESE THINGS IN LOVE. I'M NOT MAD AT ANYBODY. YOU KNOW, I KNOW SOME PEOPLE THAT HAVE BEEN TRANSGENDER. WE'VE HAD TRANSGENDERS COME TO OUR SCHOOL. AND YOU KNOW WHAT? WE TREATED THEM WELL. AND WE LOVED THEM. NOW, IT POSED SOME PROBLEMS BECAUSE WE COULDN'T TELL IF THEY WERE MALE OR FEMALE. AND WHEN THEY GO ON A MISSIONS TRIP, uh, WHO DO THEY STAY WITH? DO THEY STAY WITH A MALE OR A FEMALE? Uh, IT POSED SOME PROBLEMS. BUT YOU KNOW WHAT? WE LOVED THEM. AND WE'VE WORKED THROUGH ALL of THESE KIND OF THINGS. AND um, I'M NOT MAD AT ANYBODY. I KNOW THAT THERE'S PEOPLE. THERE'S PEOPLE WHO HAVE A CHIP ON YOUR SHOULDER AND YOU'LL TAKE WHAT I SAY, BUT I'M TELLING YOU THE TRUTH. AND YOU SHALL KNOW THE TRUTH, AND THE TRUTH SHALL MAKE YOU FREE IF YOU WILL RECEIVE IT, IF YOU WILL EXPERIENCE IT. I'M TELLING YOU, THE WAY TO REACH PEOPLE, THE WAY TO CHANGE THIS NATION, THE WAY TO CHANGE THIS WORLD ISN'T THROUGH JUST PREACHING THAT, YES, THERE IS A GOD AND JESUS HAS DIED FOR THE FORGIVENESS OF OUR SINS AND GET BORN AGAIN. I BELIEVE THAT WITH ALL OF MY HEART, BUT ALSO HE WANTS YOU TO CONTINUE IN THE WORD UNTIL YOU BECOME A DISCIPLE INDEED, AND THEN YOU WILL KNOW THE TRUTH, AND THE TRUTH THAT YOU KNOW WILL SET YOU FREE. AND THIS IS WHAT I'VE BEEN PREACHING ON FOR TWO WEEKS HERE. AND AGAIN, I'VE GOT ALL OF THESE MATERIALS THAT GO INTO SO MUCH MORE DETAIL. AND ALSO OUR BIBLE COLLEGE, THIS IS WHAT IT'S ALL ABOUT. YOU KNOW, I HAD PLENTY TO DO. I DON'T NEED SOMETHING ELSE TO DO. MATTER OF FACT, I NEVER EVEN WANTED A BIBLE COLLEGE. GOD SPOKE TO ME THROUGH 2 TIMOTHY CHAPTER 2, VERSE 2, AND HE SAYS, THE THINGS THAT YOU HAVE LEARNED, YOU NEED TO COMMIT THEM TO FAITHFUL MEN AND WOMEN. And, AND TO A DEGREE, I DO THAT THROUGH MY TELEVISION AND THROUGH MY RADIO PROGRAMS. TO A DEGREE, I DO THAT THROUGH THESE MATERIALS THAT WE PUT OUT. BUT GOD JUST TOLD ME THAT I NEEDED TO BE MORE DELIBERATE, MORE STRATEGIC. I NEEDED TO GO DEEPER WITH PEOPLE THAN ANY OF THE OTHER THINGS I HAD DONE. AND THAT'S THE REASON THAT I STARTED THE BIBLE COLLEGE. I DIDN'T NEED SOMETHING ELSE TO DO. I WASN'T LOOKING FOR SOMETHING ELSE TO DO. I HAD ACTUALLY BEEN AGAINST A BIBLE COLLEGE BECAUSE I'D SEEN OTHER PEOPLE WHO GRADUATED FROM BIBLE COLLEGES AND THEY CAME OUT WITH A HEAD FULL OF KNOWLEDGE, BUT THEIR HEART WASN'T CHANGED. AND I JUST DIDN'T WANT TO BE A PART OF THAT. BUT GOD SHOWED ME HOW TO DO BIBLE COLLEGE IN A DIFFERENT WAY. YES, WE STILL TEACH THE WORD. AND YES, uh, THERE IS A LOT OF DOCTRINE AND A RENEWING OF THE MIND. BUT THERE IS A LOT OF HANDS-ON STUFF. DO YOU KNOW PART OF OUR BIBLE COLLEGE IS THAT you, TO GRADUATE, YOU HAVE TO GO ON A FOREIGN MISSION STRIP. YOU HAVE TO GET OUT OF YOUR COMFORT ZONE. YOU HAVE TO GO OUT AND START DOING THESE THINGS. WE DON'T JUST TEACH ACADEMICS. WE ACTUALLY uh, HELP PEOPLE TO START IMPLEMENTING THE WORD OF GOD AND LIVING IT 
IN THEIR LIFE. AND WE ARE SEEING PEOPLE'S LIVES CHANGED. SO I'M SAYING ALL OF THESE THINGS BECAUSE THIS IS WHAT I'VE BEEN TALKING ABOUT, IS ABOUT DISCIPLESHIP. AND YOU NEED TO BECOME A DISCIPLE, NOT ONLY FOR YOUR SAKE, BUT FOR OTHER PEOPLE. THERE ARE PEOPLE THAT WILL NEVER BE REACHED IF YOU DON'T START CONTINUING IN THE WORD UNTIL YOU GET SET FREE BY IT AND START REPRODUCING YOUR FAITH IN OTHER PEOPLE. I'VE SAID THIS BEFORE, BUT I SPEND MILLIONS OF DOLLARS EVERY MONTH ON TELEVISION, AND YET YOU KNOW PEOPLE AND INFLUENCE PEOPLE THAT WILL NEVER HEAR OF ME THAT I'LL NEVER REACH. YOU HAVE TO BE THE SALT AND THE LIGHT OF THAT WORLD THAT YOU LIVE IN. YOUR FRIENDS, THE PEOPLE THAT YOU WORK WITH, YOUR NEIGHBORS, THE PEOPLE THAT YOU DO BUSINESS WITH, YOU NEED TO REACH OUT. AND YOU CAN'T DO IT UNLESS YOU'RE FREE. ONLY A FREE PERSON CAN SET ANOTHER PERSON FREE. AND I'M SAYING THIS IN LOVE, BUT THERE ARE SOME OF YOU THAT YOU KNOW YOU'RE BORN AGAIN. YOU HAVE PRAYED AND YOU KNOW THAT JESUS HAS FORGIVEN YOUR SINS, BUT YOU HAVEN'T CONTINUED IN THE WORD UNTIL YOU'RE FREE. YOU'RE STILL BOUND BY ALL KINDS OF THINGS, AND YOU AREN'T ABLE TO REPRODUCE YOUR FAITH. YOU AREN'T QUALIFIED. NOW, YOU HAVE THE GOODS, BUT YOU HAVEN'T RENEWED YOUR MIND, AND YOU COULDN'T GO OUT AND SHARE AND GET SOMEBODY BORN AGAIN. I'M TELLING YOU, THAT IS NOT WHAT GOD INTENDED. GOD DIDN'T JUST COME TO FORGIVE YOU OF YOUR SINS SO YOU COULD GO TO HEAVEN. YES, THAT'S PART OF IT, AND THAT'S IMPORTANT, BUT HE CAME TO SET YOU FREE SO THAT NOT ONLY COULD YOU BE FREE, BUT OTHER PEOPLE COULD BE FREE. GOD WANTS EVERY SINGLE ONE OF YOU TO BE A DISCIPLE AND TO BE REACHING OUT TO OTHER PEOPLE. AND I KNOW THAT SOME OF YOU SAY, I DON'T EVEN KNOW HOW TO GET STARTED. THAT'S THE REASON WE'VE GOT THESE MATERIALS. I GUARANTEE YOU, NOT ONLY WILL THIS TEACH YOU ABOUT WHAT DISCIPLESHIP IS, BUT IT'LL SHOW YOU SOME OF THE NEXT STEPS. AND THIS IS ALSO WHAT OUR CARIS BIBLE COLLEGE IS ALL ABOUT. YOU KNOW, WE'RE GOING TO BE OFFERING YOU MATERIAL, AND TOMORROW IS GOING TO BE THE LAST DAY, BUT I ENCOURAGE YOU TO PLEASE GET THIS. AND ONE OF THE THINGS THAT I'VE BEEN TALKING ABOUT IS THIS DISCIPLESHIP EVANGELISM COURSE. THIS WAS MADE SPECIFICALLY TO TAKE A PERSON FROM WHERE THEY HAVE NEVER REALLY UNDERSTOOD ANY OF THE THINGS OF GOD AND TO TAKE THEM THROUGH JUST BASICS, THEOLOGICAL THINGS, AND THEN PRACTICAL THINGS ABOUT MONEY, FAMILY, STEWARDSHIP, AND ON AND ON. AND THEN THE LAST PART, IT'S IN THREE DIFFERENT PARTS. THE LAST PART PUTS YOU INTO A TRAINING PROGRAM OF HOW YOU CAN GO AND MAKE DISCIPLES. SO IT STARTS OUT FROM THE BOTTOM LINE ALL THE WAY IT MAKES A CIRCLE AND BRINGS YOU RIGHT BACK TO WHERE NOW YOU BECOME THE DISCIPLER AND YOU CAN TAKE THIS EXACT MATERIAL THAT DISCIPLED YOU AND YOU CAN BEGIN TO DISCIPLE OTHER PEOPLE. I TELL YOU, I'VE JUST GOT A WEALTH OF MATERIALS. THE POINT IS, THAT GOD LOVES YOU, AND HE, YES, WANTS TO SPEND ETERNITY WITH YOU, BUT HE DOESN'T WANT YOU TO SPEND 70, 80, 90 YEARS OR WHATEVER HERE ON THIS LIFE JUST SAVED AND STUCK AND STRUGGLING THROUGH. HE WANTS YOU TO HAVE AN ABUNDANT LIFE, BUT IT'S ONLY GOING TO COME IF YOU BECOME A DISCIPLE AND CONTINUE IN THE WORD UNTIL IT SETS YOU FREE. MAN, THAT IS THE TRUTH, AND THIS TRUTH WILL SET YOU FREE IF YOU'LL RECEIVE IT AND EXPERIENCE IT. BECOMING A STUDENT AT Karis BIBLE, IT WAS JUST LIKE LIVING WATER, DRINKING IN THE WORD. I WENT TO THE SCHOOL SO THAT I COULD JUST SATURATE MYSELF IN THE WORD OF GOD. JUST SATURATE YOUR HEART. EVERY TIME GOING, I COULDN'T GET ENOUGH. IT HAS CHANGED MY LIFE. IN YOUR LIFE AND YOUR ACTIONS CHANGE. IT'S IMPACTED ME. IT'S IMPACTED MY HEALTH IN MY LIFE. IT'S IMPACTED MY RELATIONSHIPS IN MY LIFE. I'M A BETTER HUSBAND, BETTER FATHER, BETTER PASTOR. 
and just a better person, a better Christian. And it has allowed me to go out and become a world changer. All because of the teaching here at Karis Bible College. It's great. Andrews Bible College, Karis Bible College, is celebrating its 25th anniversary by giving new students at the Woodland Park campus a $250 tuition discount. Remember, this $250 discount is only available through tomorrow. Go to karisbiblecollege.org discount to register today. Today's series is an abbreviated version of Andrew's teaching titled, Discipleship, the Path to Freedom. This six-part teaching in its entirety is available as a CD or DVD album recorded live from Andrew's 2017 Summer Family Bible Conference. Also available is the Discipleship Evangelism 48-lesson course. This course is designed so that anyone can reach an unbeliever, disciple a new believer, or grow with others in the Lord. Also available today is the brand new Destiny Stories Volume 3 DVD. Each of the three Destiny Stories volumes contain testimonies of people whose lives were transformed as they pursued God's will. These valuable resources are available for a gift of any amount when you contact us. Or, if you prefer, you can get them as part of the Discipleship Package, which includes the Discipleship Evangelism 48-Lesson Course, Destiny Stories Volumes 1, 2, and 3, in your choice of either the CD or DVD album of Discipleship, The Path to Freedom. This package has a catalog value of $120, but you can get it today for only $85. Also, Andrew would like to make his notes on discipleship available to you as a free gift. Go to awmi.net to download your free digital copy today. You can find out more about Karis Bible College or become a Grace Partner through our website at awmi.net. While there, you can discover more product details and download additional free resources. Or call our helpline Monday through Friday from 4.30 a.m. to 9.30 p.m. Mountain Time at 719-635-1111. My name is Dacian, and me and my family are from Romania. In 2005, God told us to apply for the diversity visa, a U.S. immigration program. Even though our chances were less than 1% for being selected, we decided to obey God. And one year and a half after that, we were relocating to the United States. Living in Michigan and being part of a Bible study group, we were introduced to Andrew's message. When you go to your place called there and you start obeying God, there is supernatural provision. That message deeply touched our hearts, and we knew once again God was calling us to step out. With no money and no jobs and a very limited English vocabulary, we relocated to Colorado Springs to attend Caris Bible College. Shortly after that, we received the money and, uh, and the jobs needed to sustain us in here. It's been 11 years since we first heard God and uh, we are convinced that when God tells you something, He might only show you one step at a time, but you take that step in faith. 
and he will always provide a way. Are you ready to take your own step of faith? Go to charisbiblecollege.org today. Hello, this is Andrew Womack, and I'm the president and founder of Caris Bible College. And on August 2019, we are going to host Kingdom Youth Conference. We're going to have Todd Wyatt as a speaker, Joseph Z, Ryan Edberg, and we're also going to have the band Versus doing praise and worship. And I just believe it's going to be a great time for youth. We are excited about them coming to our new facility. You will be blessed by it. Remember, it's Kingdom Youth Conference right here in Woodland Park, Colorado.